Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. talking that Noah Tagley that we came to talk about. We're not talking the the All Japan show. We're today was a wild day 38 WWE talent released. Uh furloughed for some but these people are gone. It's it's wild to think about. Uh there's there's also some comments from Seth Rollins I want to get to. I think Alex might be joining us here at some point tonight. If not, I will rock solo here and uh, fill everybody in here. But but we were planning on coming on Friday, 
we were kind of getting everything rolling around and then midday today all this started happening and Demetrius uh, friend of a show sent us a message and it was it was a weird one like oh you know so and so got fired so and so got fired and then like as it started happening we just kept refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and it just kept going and going and going layoff after layoff after layoff um I, i'm i'm surprised about some of these some of these i'm not because it they really weren't doing anything anyway, so I didn't think it was that big of a loss. But right now, when you're, you're not running full shows and you're doing, uh, oh, excuse me, long day, and you're doing your 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 performance center shows that half the time don't even have a lot of matches to begin with on anyway. You really don't need producers and code and, and things like that because you're not really able to run a lot. So I mean, I get some of the stuff, but some of it I just really did not understand. Um, I guess we could start off with the the lessers. Um, creative member Andrea Listenberger, she's the one who came up with the Otis and Mandy storyline. I guess she was just hired in December, so only four months with the company, three and a half months with the company. So that that's not anything too wild. Um, we then saw Josiah Williams, who does a lot of the music for some of the NXT talent. If you remember, he came to the ring with Adam Cole. Um, he does Sean Spears, Stephen AEW. He was released. I didn't even know he was on our contract. Spanish announcer Jerry Soto and Aiden English, who I haven't seen since the, the NXT SmackDown episode when he called Shayna Baszler the Queen of Hearts. Immediately he was replaced on the next commercial break. So I, I know he's probably been doing the 205 Live and stuff, but I just, you know, I haven't paid attention. Mike Kyoto though, shocker. He's been with the company probably 20 years, 21 years. I mean, I think I saw something that he debuted at like Survivor Series of 89. I don't know if that's right or not, but I mean, that was somebody I thought was a lifer until they didn't want to be there anymore. Um, so is what it is with Kyoto. Producers and coaches, though, this is kind of the interesting one because, like I said, I, I see where some of this happens because you don't need to have a ton of producers there because you're just running, you're not running house shows anymore, you're not doing, you know, you're not traveling, so you don't have certain people with certain people, things like that. Performance centers not running, I believe, so you're not running classes, so you really don't need to train. Now a lot of these people except for one, and we'll we'll get to him first, have been furloughed. So they'll be brought back, but at the time they're not going to be paid until that happens. So we'll see how that ends up playing out with how long it takes for a lot of this to get back to normal. Um, Kurt Angle, released, full-on released. He is gone. Uh, others furloughed. Lance Storm. Shane Helms, Sarah Stock, which blows my mind, um, Scott Armstrong, Billy Kidman, Dave Fit Finley, another one that blows my mind, Pat Buck, Sean Devari, Mike Rotunda, Norman Smiley, surprised by that one too, Serena Deeb, and Ace Steel, all out the door. I'm so surprised though Ace Steel lasted as long as he did with you know his two main running buddies, this kind of enemy of the WWE. 
we'll see once again what happens. You know, time will tell. Uh, Lance Storm, I feel bad for. He so, uh, you know, closed the Storm Wrestling Academy to take this job, and you know, six months later, he's he's there. Um, so we'll have to keep that in our back pocket. Um, excuse me, I'm trying to get through this here. Uh, we we get to the superstars though, and this is where there is some surprises on here. I mean, 20 total released, if I did the math correctly there. Uh, MJ Jenkins, Alexander Jasic, and Gianna Peraza from NXT. Apparently, they'll be paid for the next 30 days, and then they're free to do whatever they want, so they'll have a no com- There's no non-compete clause on there, so we'll see where they go. Um, some of the unsurprising ones to me, No Way Jose, Maria and Mike Kanellis, Epico and Primo. I guess Epico and Primo as a, a favor to, to their father is why I think they stuck around so long. Um, Eric Rowan, he's out. He's Slater, I guess. I don't know. I thought he was going to end up being a lifer. Uh, Leo Rush, he's gone. EC3, who they really, it almost feels like they just took him from TNA to take their champion away. Um, and then, you know, Hawkins and Ryder, ah, a year ago, they, they won the titles at Mania. They're now gone. Sarah Logan, who uh, got her ass beat on Raw and then terminated two days later. Uh, must must be fun. But Drake Maverick, who had been somebody who has been on the forefront in a lot of the stuff lately, and he's also in the Cruiserweight Tournament on NXT that started this week, I believe, uh, today, actually. Uh, along with that, too, he was he was told that he could still, he'll still work the tournament. Um, maybe, maybe he can wow them into bringing him back. I don't know. But he had a very heartfelt uh, speech. Whew. Oh, let me get some caffeine here. I apologize, guys. Um, he had a, he had a nice speech on his Instagram that he's going to get everything, everything he's got on these next shows and, and try to, you know, do his best. And he's 37 and said, this might be his last three wrestling matches he's ever had. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, Leo Rush, another guy who's supposed to be in this cruiserweight tournament. He was cruiserweight champion as late as December. He's already being cut. Hey, he just got done tweeting at Bobby Lashley saying, Hey, you know, if if you need to get back to your winning ways, you know where to find me playing off the lot of Bobby Lashley thing. But the three that really, really blow my mind here. I'm going to take a drink here. There we go. Get some caffeine in me. Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows and Rusev. Machine Gun Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, both were in the main event of the first night of WrestleMania and the Styles Undertaker match. They bury Styles alive, which jokingly I said they killed AJ Styles. Well, now they release the other two members of the OC. I am shocked by that one. I'm utterly shocked by it. They're two guys that I'm not not scared at all. Will not have, you know they'll get work, no problem. But it's it's just. I think part of the reason they got released now is because the E knows there's nowhere for them to go. So it's not like they can go somewhere and show up tomorrow and ride this momentum. Uh, a lot of people hoping maybe they go back to new Japan. I could see them try an ROH thing, Look, machine gun Carl Anderson is so good. I, I will always to this day stand up for how good I think Carl Anderson is. And I, I want to see some more out of him. The other one is Rusev. I am, utterly shocked that they allowed Rusev to leave 
this company. And now he he's the next guy that could go on to become a star somewhere else. You know, John Moxley, Kenta. I mean, we've seen we've seen these talents recently that have been gone and instantly become big time stars. I, I mean, everyone said Rusev has the, the potential to be a breakout star. And WWE never gave him the opportunity, never pushed him. You know, they never, they, they I mean, they, they kind of pushed him, but they never used him to the potential. I mean, he's so over and he's good. He can work. So we'll see what happens. I don't know where Rusev is going to end up. That That's one that I, I couldn't tell you that one. I don't know. I don't know where I want to see him go either. I mean, a lot of people are always going to think AEW for all these people. And, you know, this ties in, if you really want to loosely put it to 40 people, let's not forget the Revival were just cut last week. And it's the same thing. It's not like the Revival could just show up in AEW. AEW's taped until Double or Nothing, May 23rd. So right now, for the next five weeks, you know, even if they did go to the AEW, they, they wouldn't be on TV. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. Uh, I do, I do think it would be awesome if the revival made a quick stop in the NWA, if and when that gets backed up, because there's such a such a Southern style team. I was talking to Kyle. Uh, you guys, you know, you know our, you know Kyle, half pint himself. So, Kura, what's his name? Seth Rollins uh, took the took the Instagram, kind of almost making an ass of himself. Um, blows up. Well, I'll just I'll just read what he said. Uh, he goes on to say he doesn't understand the negativity directed towards WWE. He says it is difficult for them too, and this isn't the time or the place to point fingers. It's a day for empathy, compassion, and understanding, it, and we should support each other. If we start fighting amongst ourselves, it's only going to make things worse. So I encourage everybody to come together on this, unify, and lift each other up. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Seth Rollins, man, he just he continues to make some just bad takes all the time. You know, somebody said, I don't believe Seth Rollins is a bad person, but I do believe he's an absolute idiot for saying this. You're right. He just makes some of the most obnoxious, <laughs> obnoxious. Like, how do you not understand why people are upset with the WWE? This company, Dave Meltzer reported, is still still potentially going to turn $500 million profit before making these cuts. It just shocks me. Like, what does this say about how much you don't take care of your people? And it's, you know, and and once again, as Meltzer said, in the end, this was about maintaining a huge profit margin. And unlike with the UFC having its um, and Endeavor's massive de- debt, there was no true true economic hardship. Man, WWE, I tell you what, in in what it, like, and, and here's the thing: is we always know 
we always know after WrestleMania there's potential cut, layoffs and cuts. And recently there hasn't been in the last couple of years because WWE's you know had 300 people under contract because they don't want anyone else to go to these other places. So they're, they're monopolizing. You know, look at the UK scene. They've been trying to get in Japan. We've been talking about it for weeks. But now when there's nowhere for them to go, doesn't matter. They can just cut these people like it's nothing. You know, AEW didn't do it. We haven't seen NWA do it, MLW. Uh, there's there's a, uh, what is it? It was New Japan, All Japan, DDT, Tokyo Joshi Pro, Stardom, Diana, and NOAA. All had sent a representative, a wrestler, and then their president. Uh, I mean, it was, it was like Harashima, Suwama, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Mayo Iwatani, um, who else was there? Yuka Sakazaki was there. I can't remember. I, I don't know why I'm blanking on the girl with the face paint's name from uh, from Diana. And then uh, Noah was Neoichi Marafuji. But then, like, Kadani and all of them were there. And they proposed uh, a, a treaty to Hiroshi Hase, who's now part of the government. You know, and it was more about a unifying together to make sure that all the people who can't work and stuff are, are taken care of. And, you know, they came together as opposed to this. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. It's really wild right now in the wrestling scene with what's happening. And, and WWE, too, they just get done being able to suddenly become essential in Florida and run run shows every week now because it's good for the economy. Yet I don't understand how it's good for the economy because nobody's going to the shows. Linda McMahon donated eighteen and a half million dollars and supposedly Vince got Trump to talk to the mayor for him. I mean WWE has now announced that they were partial like a quarter owner of the XFL backer when they said they weren't. I mean this company is just unraveling at the hinges they didn't hit two million viewers on monday this is starting to feel like 2000 wcw it's really eerie what's going on kenta tweeted it's time to show your real talents stay positive hey he's proof he is living proof he left that company and within a year is headlining a big show at uh, Osaka Joe Hall, I think is where it was, with uh, with Naito. You know, he was he beat him up and it was the last thing that you saw at the end of Wrestle Kingdom. You know, Larry Dallas, uh, Dragon Gate, friend of the show, re- he said, re- reminder that Dragon Gate took care of me for an entire six-week tour when I worked four shows, two without fans, and did two archive work videos. Companies are are just it's night and day difference. It is night and day difference. And we'll see where this goes. I know Alex wanted to kind of fantasy not fantasy book, but kind of just fantasy play out where we thought maybe some of these people were gonna be going. And and really try to figure out what could be happening. And I think I want to wait for him to kind of figure out where everybody's going to be going next Our our kind of general thoughts about that, because I think that's a two man thing. And I don't want to do a lot of this without him for that aspect, but I did want to just come on and at least just 
just talk for a couple minutes with you guys and, and just kind of, for those of you who maybe haven't been able to read the things like that. So I guess, I guess that's all I got. I mean, we'll come back hopefully uh, later this week, do this to those matches. Uh, I sent Alex five ma- or six matches. Um, just waiting on him to send me five to watch too. I just, I'm just, I'm just stunned by some of this stuff. Like I, I just keep reading things. I just keep reading things about it. So we'll, we'll come back with that. Um, I'm going to try to finish up the, uh, the Noah global tag league too, as well. I'm about halfway done with it. I got a handful of matches to still watch. So we'll talk about that. I, I'm going to talk about how I cannot believe that I watched Rene Dupree, uh, get a victory in Noah in 2020. And why why Go Shiozaki, the Noah champion, GHC champion, is being pinned by a Scott, by by Akatoshi Saito. Uh, so I have some some quarrels as it goes already about this uh, tag league. Want to thank y'all. Uh, also, I think on Friday I'm going to try to have it ready. Uh, we're going to start back up Fire Pro Friday over at Twitch TV Twitch TV forward slash WrestleCast Radio. Uh, we got some we got some cool screens to to play around with and stuff. So hopefully we'll have that up and uh, you guys can uh, check out some Fire Pro with us and hang out. Uh, but in the meantime, I appreciate you. Forgive me your little bit of time here, a little twenty minutes, just pop in, pop out for you. Uh, we will talk again soon. Thank y'all. Have a good one. <laughs>